The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Happy birthday. birthday. We can't sing that, can we? Is it still copyright? Is it? What? Oh. The happy birthday no song. Just sing it to a different tune that you make up independently of each other, but at the same time. Okay, ready? And okay. go. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's oh, and like that, we lost all of our listeners. <laughs> Happy birthday, Duncan. Hey, welcome along to The Real Pod. Um, My name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey and the newly 40-year-old Duncan Grieve. As of right this moment, as of today. Aging in front of our eyes. I know. Withering away. Like a prunish old person. It's like reverse Benjamin Button, (laughs) a.k.a. just normal. (laughs) (laughs) This is your reality TV in real life in New Zealand podcast. Um, I'm back. I've been away for a couple of weeks, but I'm back. We and missed you. Hey, we missed you, Jay. Well done, you guys. You've done so good. And the firing off of the stings, uh, Alex. Oh, it took me ages to figure out, Jay. See, it's not as easy <laughs> it's as it really looks, hard. It? It's not. <laughs> um, it's very valuable. <laughs> we'll get on to Duncan's birthday celebrations as part of the real news, I think. But we just want to say, <laughs> want to say thank you very much to Nando's for sponsoring our, our podcast. And oh. I can't even talk about this next bit because it hurts my heart so badly. What's the next bit? About the Christmas. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. Why are you coming back for it? We have big news. I mean, in spirit, sure. But we could Skype you in, Jane. We could do or that. Just fl- fly you in. Your I think whole we should body. project you like like the Wizard of Oz. Have I already Ugh. said that idea? Like your, your big yeah. face just or, looking over Nando's. Holograms. Holograms. They have holograms, they have holograms now. now. And you could just be walking about. I do the robot. Walking through people. Kind of amazing. Hey, hang on. Just how she Can, walks, I've got a suggestion. So can we hold the corny Christmas in the one new studio? And then I can be projected all right. We can project like the Nando's interior all around. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And then I can be projected in as well. With the offence yeah. in your graphics. Do you think uh, Simon Dallow listens to the real pod? Yes. No. Petrie? <laughs> um, Dan the weatherman? <laughs> Dan the weatherman. Has no, never heard a podcast. No, he doesn't know about it. All he knows about is weather. He knows the clouds. He, he just stands out in it like, have you seen that video for Creed's My Sacrifice? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's no. the one in the river. Okay. It's very raining, I think. 
There's a lot of water. Anyway, that's basically what what Dan's doing when he's off screen. Can we so, so a very corny Christmas? Are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna talk about it right now? I, I mean, I, know, I don't know. No, it's is a tease. It's just a crazy tease. Well, but yeah, but how long do you tease for it? Like, like weeks. Does the rubber hit the road? But in weeks is going to be the event, so oh. we can't tease for too. But do long. we know the details? Do we know? The... Oh, you were at the meeting, so was I. I've been blacking out a lot lately. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's, that's enough time to look a cheap jet star up from really where you is. live. Exactly. We're going to have the return of a very corny Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of hype there. Bit of hype. The crowd loves it. <laughs> Bit of room clearing hype. <laughs> oh, that's it's it so doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, I mean, what's the what's the RSVP system? We haven't even got invites. Oh. Email do it, me. Do a, do, a, yeah. do a Facebook event or something, right? No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. then we get when then we get the snakes. No, but Basically, don't, don't we you just, do it inside it's the only, it's a, like a no. secret private. Shh, shh, Jane. Sorry, it's only for the real fans. You got to listen to the podcast to know about oh. it. No one can type anything about it except in an email to Alex. What? Okay, so email me, Alex at the spin-off, subject line, corny Christmas. You can spell corny however you like, because <laughs> we haven't quite figured it out. But Christmas is only traditional. With an X. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's going to be hijinks, there's going to be special surprises, there's going to be giveaways... Are you going to set up the museum? Oh, there's going to be chicken. There's going to be chicken. Of course. There's going to be there's going to be food. We're going to feed you. Free food, Christmas, eh? Free food. Christmas feast. Baggies. Lot baggies, baggies all over the floor. <laughs> the floor is the floor is baggies. <laughs> no. Drinks are going to be cheap. Yeah, like and five, six And the times are going to be good. The last corny Christmas was like, I am not lying. One of the best nights of my life. Top five nights of my life. Aww. It was so much fun. So much fun. And this one's definitely going to be no. We're going bigger, better. But just without Jane. It's fine. Without Jane. We're, we're overcompensating. But we it's going to be freaking awesome, and Jane's going to be there somehow. Somehow I'll yep. be there. Okay. Jet, jet star. Um, our hashtag is hashtag RealPod. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash TheRealPodPod, and on Instagram at TheRealPodPod. We have uh, put some security qu- security questions, is that the term, on our um, RealPod Corner Facebook page. So we put on some, like, Curly questions for because we just want to make sure that we we sort the wheat from the chaff, and um, there are a few people lurking. There are six people at the moment who ha- have requested entry, but they haven't answered the questions. And as tempted as oh, I am, I, to know, let I them declined in, them. You declined. I declined them. them. Did you? Okay, there's no people. Oh, I'm not. You lurking. can't just. You can't just stand at our doorstep silently staring <laughs> and you, not saying anything. You could have sent them a little message going, hello, just making sure that you knew there were questions that needed I answering. I don't have time. No? Oh, anyway, Call so if you're thinking of joining the corner or you were one of those six people standing at the door loitering <laughs> and you want to come really? on in. He didn't answer the question. you got to answer I don't answer care if you're a celebrity. Get you out of here. <laughs> We don't. We have. We've, decli- we've declined an actual in celebrity, haven't we? Not naming any yeah. names, but we've just find an actual. I, mean, I just named him. <laughs> I named him in amongst the crosstalk. <laughs> Some CSI Miami type. And, and I think that. Okay, coming up on the podcast, we're going to be recapping some excellent reality TV. Um, we're going to be catching up with what Max Key's up to on his Where in the World is Max Key. Uh, but first of all, it's the real news. When this fires off any second now. Oh, I'm having technicals. There it is. <laughs> 
for whatever reason, my go button is not going when it should. Apologies. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that, Jane. <laughs> is that? No, it's not. No. It's the, app, okay. the app's called Go Button. I just want to make sure. No, no. It's, everything else is, is all fine. Um, Duncan. Duncan. Yeah. It's your birthday. Are you a bit uh, sozzled or anything? I'm drinking um, whiskey. Studio reeks of Lafroy right now. That's Tina, just Tina had a spill. Tina spilled <laughs> on. a hearty amount. It's it it's it reeks of what? Lafroy. Lafroy. Oh, I thought you said Lacroix. I was gonna be like, no, that would be. be sparkling water. I don't think. think you, and you can't reek of something. You can't possibly that's, smell Lacroix. Yeah, it's so flavourless. <laughs> the ghost of a flavour. <laughs> but tell us about uh, your birthday, yeah. Dunk. Well. Um, it's like having a lovely time. I, okay, basically, basically it was all going great. <laughs> had a nice lunch with my family, had a nice breakfast with my family, came in to the spinoff just, just, just in time for my podcast and I got ambushed. Oh my God. A- ambush marketing. <laughs> I was dragged, I was sat on the couch and I was subjected to a four-minute-long video, of which apparently Alex Casey was creative director, um, of all of my colleagues um, doing a tribute to my dancing style, as a, which, as I've been saying off mic, I, I thought two things simultaneously about my dance, and one is normal, and two is, well, whatever, no one notices because they're just doing their own dancing. Neither of which are true. And, Turns out neither of them are true, and all my colleagues seem to have noticed that something was awry, and they they did this tribute. And it was four minutes long, and it was to Destiny's Child, Say My Name, which is my number one dancing song, just just an absolute all-time belter. And um, look, I got the full body sweats, and I needed a, a, a nice calming dram. <laughs> Like you have a distinctive thing. Isn't yeah, that I wish I had a thing. Well, you've so all got many of things, us don't but have most a thing. of you have got like cool things. No. Like a, a nice laugh or <laughs> face. The champagne lady's got a nice laugh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, That's true. I don't think I've got a thing. Unless, I don't know. Corner? Mm. Corner, do Alex and I have a thing? Tell us. The corner will tell. I, yeah. I feel like Wayne has got a, he's got, he's a fan of your thing. Jane, all your things. I think Wayne thinks I've got a chuckle, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what my he chuckle loves your is. Chuckle. Give me a we'll, give we'll, me an we'll try and make your chuckle, chuckle today. Okay. No, it's been it's been a lovely birthday, and I'm a big party on Saturday, and it'd be great to see you there for that as well. I'll Jane. be there. Tell me what time it starts, and I'll be there. Seven p.m. In spirit at the Mount Albert. Don't <laughs> suburb. <laughs> And the other guest of honour, apart from Jane, of course, Colin Mathieu Jeffrey. I was going to say, he's a, he's a Mount Albert local, right? So, makes sense. Oh, he's kind of the unofficial, maybe official mayor? Or is that your mum? Uh, no, it, I think he's higher than my mum. He definitely goes to St. Luke's more than my mum does, and I think that's what that you is need in a mayor. That is chambers? Yeah, that is. room? What's the Nati Fatal room of St. Luke's, though, uh, specifically? Uh, um... <laughs> 
Mm. It's got to be the main mm. office. What's the um, sexy lingerie shop? Yeah. What's oh, it called? Like the uh, bras and things. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, such a good, it's just such a good name for a shop. Completely oh, it's accurate. so great. Browse okay. and, and it's also around the corner, shampoo and things. It's True. very prudish is what I like it about prudish. it. Because like bras, quite intense, but you can't talk about knickers. Just call them in things. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, also how did Teddy's get the name Teddy's? I think that's a yuck name. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a yuck name. I, I feel like, remember old mate from... Um, from Maths Australia, what was his name? Justin, who went who went sexy shopping for his oh, wife and ended up oh, buying himself like a mesh singlet, <laughs> like a sexy mesh singlet. Was that I was that like, a teddy? I, I think that he would we buy ever a see teddy. it in? He's the kind of person who would walk into a shop and be like, "I'd like to see your range of teddies, please." I think that might have been a teddy because we never saw the bottom of it. No, I thought teddy's like a little dress. No. no. A teddy's a, a sexy one piece. Oh, that, like, like, ladies, like ladies in the early 90s wore under their wedding dresses. Like that was your sexy wedding lingerie. Oh, Get my teddy. goodness. Look it up. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Things. Look it up, but not at work. It is not safe. <laughs> um, Alex, you've put a story in the doc about New Zealand's so hottest hotties. But sadly, I couldn't see who the hottie, hottest hotties are because I'm locked out of the Herald's premium content <laughs> I, had no. get, I had to get the spin-off no. can i tell you this this, oh, this is premium is this gonna make me sound bad that this is the first time i have logged in <laughs> i've used the spin-off login since the hero went behind a paywall to find this the hottest kiwi celebs through the years i think the it's appropriate thing i wanted to read more of it's appropriate that is amazing so the Herald are having this big, like, 15, oh, it's 15 years of the Herald on Sunday. So they've been looking back. They've reshared, republished their Ben Lummis story. Like, there's mm. been a couple of quite real potty things. They have. Which makes me annoyed, but I guess it's fine. It's there. I hope they're allowed to publish their stories. I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> the Herald on Sunday is honestly the, well, is the truth still around? Whatever happened to the truth? <laughs> No, I don't think it is. Lady on it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> given the truth no longer exists, and I don't think... <laughs> I think the Herald on Sunday is the most real pod newspaper in New Zealand. Oh, it absolutely like it's always, is. Mm. It's just a bit trash mm. They have spy in it, right? Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, tell us. Well... <laughs> It's just sort of all our favourite people, you know? At the top, I saw, the at the top I saw a picture of Asia Rock... Charlotte Dawson and Nikki Watson, the top three blonde bombshells of the early the top 2000s. Three hotties. Should we just do it? We just do it right all the way through. 2004 was those three. 2005, the hotties of outrageous fortune. Is that what this means? Yeah. 2006, the Ridge. Oh, Sally Ridge. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it, Dick the- Hubbard was the mayor. 2006. It's crazy, eh? Isn't it crazy? I think it's real cool. We had the cereal. Delicious cereal berry, berry breakfast, by the yeah, way. Yeah, fa- underrated. Iron sugar. Yeah. Oh, this isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. I'll admit I didn't read this before I put it in the <laughs> I read dog. the whole thing. I thought it was going to be all celebrities. It's no, bloody... It's, it's, um, it's but, it, but it kind of is. Like, it, like it has the, the Asia Rock Bridget Saunders feud, 
And that was, was one of my favourites. Someone's coming in. Is it chicken? Oh, no, they're not. No, it's no, not fell against the door. I can't believe you didn't even mention the beautiful cake oh, that was, Nando's prepared for you. There was just so you. many things. I know, I know. No, it was amazing. A lot. We've Shout also got a cheesy Nando's. bread cake. Oh, yeah. Nando's. Amazing. You could blow out candles with it. Probably not, though. <laughs> 2008, Mark Ellis. <laughs> was that... When did Charlie start? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, I need to read these articles. I mean, yeah. I want to put them in the dark. Especially ones that are this long. This, this 2009 was New Zealand's Next Top Model. That picture, if you, you were on the internet, would be of Colin Mathura, Jeffrey, Sarah Tetra and Chris Cicerich. We're not even halfway through, guys. I well, think I feel like we now to... we're, li- we're live Sunny Bill Williams, 2010. You're, 2011. You're, what are you doing? You're just reading out <laughs> a newspaper article stop, you haven't read. 2011. Oh, this is John. an intervention. Oh, my God, Don. Don Carter. <laughs> Don Carter. Honestly. Honestly. Okay, come on, come on, come on. We're going to make a good podcast for the people. Because this next story is actually a proper news story and it's real good. But I need to look at the dog. And also, okay, there's a kid who found, he lost his basketball or something and his dad was like, go in the yard and find it. He found 58 different types of sports ball in his garden. 58. That's amazing. I saw this on the project. It's a lot of good real pod stories on the project, by the way. I know, you, you, I know you've I got questions. I don't understand that. Okay, so basically, he's uh, he's from a family of, of young lads, and over the years, um, all been interested in sports and lots, lost lots of balls along the way in the yard, and they've obviously just replaced them uh, and continued to lose them to the point where old mate has found 58 balls in the bushes. It's so many. So many. Was and they're actually like some of those. That's that's a real basketball history lesson there. A lot of those are real cheapies as a person, but these two, these two Moltons, those are big money. I think he's planning to scrub them up and uh, donate them. They'll be fucked now because they get corroded by nature. So um, don't buy those, <laughs> even if it's for charity. Don't buy those. Well, it's, it actually says most of them were in good condition, which then you have to ask yourself. Well, I think that's just that's just a lie. I mean, they don't look like they're in great condition. One or two. How often is it like you just kick a you kick a ball over the fence and you just go, oh well? Is that what people do? Uh-huh. I've never kicked oh, a ball no, over. I, I, I always go and get it, and it's and it's terrifying because it's always your kind of crazy neighbour who's probably a murderer, and like it's like you go over and your heart's beating out of your chest, and you know you, you don't know if you're going to be able to get back over the fence. It's mm. oh man, a ripper of an adventure. <laughs> wow. I just all right, does, all right. Oh, it just all seems so right. wasteful. Okay, sorry. Are oh, coaching a... sessions. Children. Are... Bloody hell! Bloody <laughs> honestly. Well, I saw the story on the project, so I didn't think I had to read it in print. Okay. They had the kid and the dad on for like twenty-five minutes talking about it. It was very exciting. <laughs> there's a lot to get. I mean, it's just there's a lot. There's a lot to get through in that story. There are lots of questions. How do you, how can you, like, once you get up to, like, lost ball number 10, don't you go, like, this is ridiculous, kids. Get out and find them. I'm not going to go and spend another $35 at Sterling Sports on another basketball slash tennis mm. ball slash soccer ball for you. Are you suggesting something more sinister? Oh, I just, doesn't, something smells a bit fishy, that's all. 58's a lot of balls. There are kids in Africa who, who've got no balls. You know, to be so callous... Um, as to just let let fifty eight balls 
go unused in your yard, mm. I think is yeah, it's insulting. Well, I think there's there's something up. We'll get there's to the corners on to it. Okay. Um, elsewhere in the news, Patty Gower, quite a hot lady. Quite a hot lady. Another great story from the project. My favourite show to watch at 7pm. My official personal endorsement. Um, he got dragged up by a medulla oblongata who was from season one of House of Drag, who I have interviewed. Is a very, very amazing person. Um, and he went through the whole process. Whoa. First impressions, Duncan. You haven't seen this before. I have not seen this before. Okay. Holy... F- Can you describe right. what you're kind of saying? Uh, blonde. <laughs> demure. <laughs> Like, like just just kind of classic, classic uh, Hollywood mm. of the fifties features. Could be a Real Housewife. Of Could all totally be a Real Housewife. Could totally be a House of Drag star. Probably not top tier, but tier. <laughs> and he's, no, and he, he did a dance. To be fair, I saw this and I was like, "Fuck, this looks like a cancellation waiting to happen." But he he's very he's inhabiting it. I'm yeah, gonna go and he did it. Did you watch the video, Alex? Kia ora. Sorry for this interruption. It's Alice Nebel here. I am the food editor at the spin-off. And I just wanted to pop in and tell you about our food podcast, Dietary Requirements. Hosted by me, Simon Day, and Sophie Gilmore, it celebrates all there is to know about eating and drinking. There's cooking tips, there's special guests, there's what we've been eating and drinking lately, and we try not to chew into the microphone too much. So if you like food and drink, listen in. You won't regret it. It's, it's at thespinoff.co.nz and all your favorite podcast providers. Sorry to interrupt. We have a very important message. If you love the spinoff, and you, you do, you do. Like If you're listening to this, you do. The best way to show it is to become part of the spin-off members. This is a fund that helps keep the spin-off free and accessible to everyone without a paywall. It also funds some of our most important journalism, like the stuff that we absolutely cannot do any other way without your help. To get involved, you can pay whatever you want, as little as you want. Yeah, is that true? A dollar a year. A dollar a year. Think of that, Tina. A dollar a year. And then you get to say you're part of something. You, you get to be part of a club. I don't think there's any club you can join for a dollar a year. Yeah, it might that. have been a mistake to be fair <laughs> pricing out of that. If you, want to up, if you want to up it a little bit for $8 a month, um, you will get a book. The, the first ever spin-off book. It's a, it's a sick book. There's two copies in front of Alex. The only two copies in the world right now, we think, maybe. One of them has been used as a coaster, but it's also good for a read. Um, we've also got very exciting. This is this is huge. This is huge. Sit down wherever Sit you down. are. Sit down. Tell tell t- tell your friends. <laughs> no, just for the cornies. <laughs> like this is literally for the cornies, and it's a chance to show your your level and your loyalty, and and to compete and beat the other podcasts made by the spinoff. For a very limited time, for a very exclusive number of you. You're going to get a real pod badge if you sign up to the spin-off members and say that you're a friend of the real pod. Yeah, is that you, how we're doing it? You have to join at the book level, which is the eight dollar a month level. You to 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 you get everything else. So you get you get the tote, you get the book, you get the sticker, and the badge and the real pod badge, which is there's going to be like maybe fifty of these things in the world ever. Elite. 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 So you have status. to go to thespinoff.co.nz forward slash the real pod. Correct. 
sound oh, like no, no, Christian? No, 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 no. It's yeah, you yeah, know, when I say correct, I mean incorrect. Oh, okay. The spinoff.co.nz forward slash real pod. No, the oh. forward slash real pod. I feel like that's like a, a long time mistake of yours. Yeah, but that's what it. The, no, no, but no. the podcast is called the real pod. Yeah, but the URL is not. Okay, look, I'll make okay. another URL. Okay, okay. Gosh. All right. Please do that. We want to win. We want to beat the other podcasts. That's the main thing here. Well, Apart also, from all the other good stuff, like support our journalism, keep, you know, keep the lights on, all of that. But we have to win. Especially gone by lunchtime. If gone by lunchtime beat us, it's over. Like, is that? Is it? Can we th- make threat? Okay, let's stop it. Thank you. Bye. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm playing it silently right now, and I also saw it live. On my it's very, show. very endearing. Like, Patty. Patty was quite emotional about mm. it. Oh, Patty's so sweet. Do you know what? I we mean, definitely, yeah. I, I, I rate go. Patty. I rate Patty what, as a What do you rate him? I, out just, of 10? I just think that he's a lovely looking lady. I, I wouldn't have suspected that. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Good on him. This is a team's makeover week. They've been doing a whole bunch of stuff like that. They also did like a kind of faux queer eye makeover. They sent four experts Megan Anir from The Edge. Justine Smith to fix a lady, to fix up a lady. <laughs> and did oh, they do God. it? That's did they manage work, to fix though, her up? I didn't actually watch. Uh, they were te- it was all, I was over the four nights, you know. Oh, we're terrible at this back. job. Um, <laughs> no, come on, move on. Okay, <laughs> terrible real news. Sorry, everybody. Hillary Berry's got a cocktail named after the lovely uh, everyman dining establishment of Chibo in Parnell. Is that correct? Didn't read the whole story. I didn't read the story either, Jess. Oh, my God. Chibon Panel okay. created the cocktail no list. No more. Excuse me. I've got it. I've got it. Chibon Panel has created cocktail list as part of its celebration of 25 years of serving well-heeled diners. Um, Hillary, mm. There's the Hillary Berry, the Jean Batten, uh, Kitty Takanoa, Suzanne Paul, uh, Paris Goebel, Lisa Carrington, and the head chef, Kate the- Faye. Never heard of her. But These are all um, women, and they're all pretty. That's a cool list. They're like all that. cocktails. Mm. They're good. They're good. Good kiwi. That's a really good gimmick. We should have a real pod bar. Yeah, I know. The <sighs> thing is, okay, what would you be? Because I, um, Hills Bass was consulted about her flavors. Well, on my at my fortieth birthday happening this Saturday at Mount Albert, um, <laughs> there is going to be a special cocktail in my name called the Old Duncan. Oh, and what wow. is it? Oh. Well, I can't say. It's a surprise. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, a glass of warm vermouth. <laughs> Alex, what would your cocktail be? Oh. Ooh la la. I like, I've been getting real into like pickle, like, I like a pickle martini pickle at ba- the Fed. Oh. Is that and, good? I and saw that having the other like, day. I went to that dead shot, you know, the one that Pink got. They couldn't take pink. They could oh, take yeah. me. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Because <laughs> I don't have as many friends as pink, you see, so I could get right in. <laughs> um, and they made like kind of a salty, like tomato-y margarita thing. I don't know. I'm just getting real into like salty drinks. Maybe just a glass of salt water and some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> cheese garnish. <laughs> I feel like I'd just be a glass of raro, like warm raro. <laughs> Should point out that Alex has finished a Lafroy. <laughs> You're wondering why it's getting weird up here. I feel like so hot. This is the the perfect time to step on into reality check. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. (laughs) Reality check.
Um, two weeks ago when you guys didn't have that, you you just uh, you you basically acapellaed <clears throat> that sting, and you forgot uh, yeah. one bit, and it was the I don't even know you. I don't even know you. Yeah. Yeah. It was Ben. Bless him. It was Ben. So still- we missed a bit. Ben yeah. Blackwell. Yeah. yeah. Does he still oh, listen to our he, podcast? Does he say that? Because it's Aaron who's saying. Oh, so I he have, says it in response yeah, to yeah, Aaron. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ben stills around. Ben, Ben's a great friend of the pod. Ben stills around. <laughs> ben still <laughs> stills around. Okay, this next bit's all on you, mates, because um, while I do have the screeners in my possession, I was not able <gasps> to watch them in time. You haven't seen my restaurant rules this week. No. Jane's restaurant Jane, sucks. So I watched oh, last man. week's though. I watched. I watched last week's and I loved it. Does that? Can we have your take? Give us because we, we we really loved it. We talked about it for a long time. I watched. Um, Did you like it? I watched. Old I actually got a message from a corny. Sorry, I didn't touch Jane. No, no, that's asking right. Asking if it was sponsored content. I loved it so much. I was like, how dare you? It was <laughs> like I just. You know, like it seemed to come out of the blue, and it did. Mm, it, I, I was all. not anticipating this at all. I, I kind of almost watched it by accident because I was feeling sick after watching Maths, and it's just turned mm. out to be my favourite reality show of the year. And I was planning to not watch it until you told me that I had to. Like, it was just I looked like another kind of like, crappy old piece We'll of- get to it, but last night's episode, or the, the, the Tuesday night episode was <laughs> like, a, like a true, a classic of the genre. <laughs> The only Jane, thing, tell us your thoughts. The only, okay, so I haven't obviously I haven't seen this week's except for the first like two minutes, um, and I love the Fisherman's Wharf folk. Um, for, I Robin haven't seen PJ. much of them, but I love them anyway. Uh, and I know that restaurant Moxie. I've actually been there before, but it didn't, it was <gasps> before it was called Moxie. It was called uh, like eighty point two or something. And I went there for whoa. Joel's dad's fiftieth or something like that. It's a good time. Fiftieth. Surely not, because I mean I'm only ten years younger than that, and I'm very, I'm very young. Yeah, well, I'm still <laughs> me too, Duncan. To so yeah, I'm quite close in age to my father-in-law. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was his, it was his fiftieth ten years ago. Ah, yeah. So well. that's fine. It's fine. Anyway, uh, that, so that's all I've got. But I loved. I the, 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 so the, the last episode I saw in full. Um, was the husband and wife duo who seemed more like mother and son. <laughs> that duo. Oh, yeah. Julia. Julia! <laughs> old old Swearer McSwearerson. Couldn't look more different with his chef hat on and with it off if, if he tried. He's just... Let's get to this week because there's a there's a thing that happened. Okay, yeah. but that's a, that's a that's the moment, right? Because the first so Monday night was at Moxie, your favorite restaurant, Jane. Yeah, I love it. Below or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't really pay attention because I find the Moxie people the most boring. It's not that I think they're bad. What I like about this show as well is like because they're the awkward ones. I keep anticipating them to be terrible, like bad people, mm. but they're not. They're sweeties. They're really sweet. Also. I mean, they've been sweet right through, to be fair, but it's very easy to be sweet when you're really good and you sort of know you're the best or True. thereabouts. Yeah. Um, whereas Central Park, Katikati's finest, <laughs> and not so good at the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, you know what? I promised to try and do this whole podcast in my best fascinage. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. What do you got? <laughs> oh, no, I need to think about it. Give me something to... Terrain. No. <laughs> no, no, I need like a centre. Um, I've been practising all week. Uh, for the entree, you served... 
uh, prawn. Was it was it prawn cocktail? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I feel so intense. For the for the entree, for the entree you served a prawn cocktail. A prawn, a prawn <laughs> cocktail. I actually have completely. Um, I think that was okay. I, I honestly didn't know this was that. coming. Thank Joe you, and Tina. I recorded our favorite people to do impressions of are the Italian couple. Oh my god! And we recorded in um, which night was it? They went to Fisherman's Wharf. The, 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 I, I love night. Fisherman's Wharf. I love everything about Fisherman's yeah. Wharf. I love when they served the power dumplings and they just served like a huge blat of sauce. What <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> a massive like a giant like like freaking Kawhi Leonard's hand sized power shell with an entire bottle of sweet chili sauce in it. <laughs> But what I loved about it more is it came out and the Italian guy, I love the Italian guy, even though he said that funny thing about Raph. Um, He's got some old-fashioned values. This was his reaction. Wait, let me see if I can play this. Is he the one who said about women with the, having their point Fantastic, the period? I love it. Oh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> this is me as Rafe, and then I pass the phone to Joe, who also does Rafe, reacting to the sauce. Fantastic, I love it. <laughs> Do the wow, wow, wow. Oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. <laughs> That was Rafe wow. just reacting to a big pile of sauce. <laughs> Fantastico, I love it. <laughs> hey, so is, is Rafe... That's is your Ray... new catchphrase. That's <laughs> going to be like... I'm going to have that probably a thousand times in my life. <laughs> is Ray the one who commented on the woman's period? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. He gets away with it somehow. I think they're amazing, those two. Italian men have got like a different license to all, all the world's other men. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. It's also like he's the only... um woke pair like he's the he's the front of house she's mm. the chef mm. oh. I don't know I give him a, I give him a pass <laughs> call, call the police I mean she's only she she can only chef for 20, 20 days of the month though, of course <laughs> that's true <laughs> no no because it's front isn't it like, he thinks that you can't do front of house because you can't be around people <clears throat> like like customers oh that's cool yeah, just so be can, around food you can chef it's all fine. the time yeah so, so what he's saying is he's the only qualified front of house oh yeah. right gotcha okay fear <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm the raff, raff whisperer. <laughs> anyway, tell, tell me about it. Tell me about it. <clears throat> okay. You so tell, mo- I don't know much about the Moxie night. I wasn't paying much attention. So basically, I mean, they're just really good at chefing. It almost feels a little bit unfair because you've got two judges who are very much of like the modern, sophisticated, like, you know, the just reasonably current trends type outlook. And then you've got a suburban bistro that basically does that kind of food, does it really well. But some of it does feel a little bit like they've got a kind of unfair advantage because they're culturally coming from the same place as the the judges are. So they got like 73. They also, I think they went at the right time, like going third. It was before too many people knew their scores and started radically downvoting people just just to kind of get ahead in the competition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, they're just really good and probably deserved a high score. What I did think was kind of interesting about that place, because Moxie... Correct me if I'm wrong. It's like kind of just it's all fusiony, like, like almost crazy. too many things. Like I remember back in the day, like there was this kind of midtown mall, like underneath like a Unichem um, on Queen Street, and there was this like sort of food court place that did like Brazilian, Mexican, Indian, and Italian. And you're just like, that's too many too things. Many things. <laughs> like you can pick two, maybe three. You can't do four. <laughs> and and it feels like they're fusioning like bloody everything. Nice. And I, don't, I, I don't know what the rules are, but it didn't seem okay. Have you What's ever up, been, I just throw this out there, have you ever been to the Cheesecake Factory? That 
in my dreams. The people listening who've been to the Cheesecake Factory here in the States, that is fusion on steroids. It is like 40 pages of a menu of every different type of cuisine you could possibly imagine. And all done in this weird Alice in Wonderland style, crazy drug tripping feel. Is there any relationship between cakes and desserts from the Cheesecake Shop? And the Cheesecake Factory. I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. But they both have cheesecake in their name. They both have cheesecake. I mean, they both can do I, can I finish, cheesecake. Sorry. Can I finish this grand treatise I have about how it's a little bit unfair, like Moxie have this unfair advantage? Yeah. Okay. So say you're um, Central Park or uh, Fisherman's Wharf, right? Like you've got basically a very limited clientele. And I think as a result, you have a lot less control over what your menu is. Like you know that some of them just need a steak and someone, mm. you know, like you've, you've mm. got basically got these very tiny micro baskets of customers and you kind of have to have a real broad menu. And as a result, you don't have like places in Auckland can have like five things on their menu and just be like, what? Because they've just got this giant group of customers to call on and they can just go for a niche. And so I think it's a little bit unfair because like Fastenage was, was critiquing Fisherman's Wharf for their massive menu. It's like, mate, they're in Littleton. They've got mm. kind of like a bit of a, you know, a microclimate customers. I mean, this is like super not funny or real pod or, or, or for anyone, but Kinda it just is. really got to me. It really got to me. I'll tell you where I'd be dining though. I'd be going to Fisherman's Wharf. I'd be going to Rustic Kitchen. I don't Moxie, not for me, not for me. I also thought, you know, when they go around, they interview the people that are dining on like a oh, Friday yeah. night. It was quite interesting. There was a bit of subtext, like there was, there was, there was one guy, they're all white, they're all white, of course. And he was sort of like, <laughs> He was sort of like, you know, it's really good because like you get to try lots of things and lots of lots of kind of interesting flavors, but it's all kind of done in like a very simple kind of like a yum as kind of a oh, way. Oh, I love that. And I was sort of like, a great to say yum as. Oh, I know. B, I feel like the subtext of that is kind of a bit racist. Oh, without having to go to a without having to, oh. you know? Yeah. Oh, like just just seeping in there. You got it. You just got seeping it. in there, and I was kind of like, that's interesting. No, you got it. I, I also thought when he said young man, like, <laughs> he was like obviously really excited. So I'm nailing this. I'm nailing this. Like, how do I finish? <laughs> oh, young man. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Ah. I don't reckon ah. he would have been disappointed with that. <laughs> nah, he was. You could see it in his face. He knew he'd blown it. <laughs> Hey, um, Duncan, as someone who hasn't watched a lot of MKR before and was not familiar with Colin, what do you reckon? Hottie, eh? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, men with Irish accents, you know, huge, just a huge advantage. Yeah, massive, and, and like massive a, advantage. There's a guy to cross it with. Is, is it okay to talk about, like, people? Yeah. The real world. This real world. I've all rejected his name. He's Doesn't nah, someone listen to the podcast? Yeah, no, nah, I probably shouldn't. He's got an Irish accent. He's, he's very nice and handsome. I mean, that's oh, not. I think that's fine. It's hardly like a bad review of someone, is it? I'd be very just, thrilled some, if someone yeah, said that about me on a podcast. Are, yeah. Mm. Crazy. Anyway, um, I love Colin. I love him. Anyway. Anything else to add? Moxie, Moxie did well, right? Moxie got 73, and and they were, like, significantly better than Rustic. And and it also was started the process of making uh, Julia and Daniel completely insane, which was quite fun. Completely unraveled the next night at Fisherman's Wharf. Fisherman's Wharf, I was, like, the most excited to see. I think Rob is, like, the realest of the real on this program. 
Well, the, the pair of them, Rob and PJ, oh. are they together? What's the No, vibe? they're not. They're just best friends. They're not. And I love how it's like when you compare it <laughs> to Daniel and Julia <laughs> in the kitchen, like going, ah, oh, you fucking, 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 you fucking oh, burn the thing. Or, or the even, terrain's fucked. Even at the table, <laughs> like whatever Julia, like it's like Daniel leads Julia into saying something mean. And then as soon as she says it, I'm like, no, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> it's just like. It's so crazy it's like daniel is the joker of television but i feel like they they their relationship every element of it (laughs) fascinating fascinating but meanwhile like the first kind of little snafu in the kitchen was that pj put the pile of dumplings in a tiny bit too early Mm. so they started frying away and rob was just like oh oh pj oh sorry i don't want to be a nag can we just hold those just for a couple more minutes and it was just like oh my god and he's like sorry sorry like it was just so, oh, sweet. so sweet by comparison to just the hell imagine if julia had done that i reckon the joker grabs her face and just shoves it into the deep fryer <laughs> bitch big cool i'm just uh, look that's not reporting. That's just a vibe. Yeah, no, no, I understand. I understand. This is you, you know. A, you give it's your birthday. You can, you can say what you want. Uh, B, legally, <laughs> you it's like a Denny's. Is, is your birthday like the purge? <laughs> <laughs> we should all be allowed to do a podcast on the day of our birthday. Purge and get away with whatever. <laughs> Are you ready to move on to maths or do you have more no, to add? No, the biggest thing of all. So there was this crazy interaction that was like so bizarre. I feel like I have misremembered it. It was so bizarre. I, 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 I rewound it and watched it again and I still couldn't really. It was. So they were was asking for feedback. What was going on? Was this by the time? Were they, were they at dessert, dessert at this dessert, point? Dessert, yeah. And Colin asked um, Daniel, Daniel what he thought. And he kind of did this like clearly fake like. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Like, I, I want to have more of it or something. And then Colin was like, is that what you really think? And then Daniel just <laughs> completely went insane. <laughs> like, had a full network style freak out. It was like, oh, what do you want me to say? That it's fucking shit. <laughs> and then, like, picked up this bit of lemon and bit into it. He's like, you want me to say the lemon is badly growing? Bit this badly huge <laughs> bit of... <laughs> no, no, I didn't even say that the lemon huge... was, like, perfection. Oh, oh delicious. <laughs> And then takes a huge bite out of a bit of lemon and just chews it down. It was like chewing it and just like, was like frenzied. I mean, it was like, in your book, Daniel (laughs) went from a footnote to a chapter. This is Alice Casey's forthcoming reality TV book. Doesn't exist yet. Doesn't exist yet. Let's keep behind it. (laughs) It was like, I mean, it was was honestly one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. This the eruption. fact that Daniel thinks, does he believe that he can do both? That he can, like, say some nice things and, and convincingly enough? Like, what does he think television oh, I'm is? so What curious. does he think a camera and a microphone? Like, does he know he's on a TV show? Well, he does. But, like, I mean, they're doing long shooting days. I think he thinks that if you say nice things and they put the nice things in because they want to make a nice TV show. But what he doesn't understand is they they don't want to do that. <laughs> they want you to take a bite of the lemon. They want to put that in the TV show. He's freaking awesome. That's, Ty, that's Tyson t- also. Oh, Tyson. He's what become, a turn, eh? I know, the Vel. <laughs> it was Team Tyson. <laughs> Team Tyson night one. And then as soon as they got out of Rustic Kitchen and into everyone else's, he's just so pompous and just... I could make gods cry. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
Look, for for years when New Zealand started in this reality TV game, for a long time, people watched and they compared us to international reality shows and they were like, we just don't, we're just not as good. We just don't have, but the problem is, not the problem, uh, we have amazing talent. We might not have the fancy bloody production values, Mm. but New Zealanders are incredible TV. Uncle Barry. Mm. My all-time favorite. I mean, <laughs> this oh is, my God. Well, Uncle Barry, just for context, was the guy on what was that show? Extreme Family Challenge. Who who tra- there, was, there was a challenge where you had to run through like a maze, and one of you was blindfolded or something, and he hoisted this child on his <laughs> on his shoulders and ran through a maze which had like quite a hard height limit, <laughs> and the first which was constant around the whole way. He immediately ran into the height limit, knocked the child over, and just kept going. So and the child was dangling backwards. Dangling, down his back. just a full dangle <laughs> the whole way around. But Barry, the Barry stop. No, Barry wanted the W. Did he get it? I think he got it. I think no, they, did get it, they didn't yeah. get the W. Didn't they? No, oh, it wasn't yeah. even. No, completely missed out. And his post-match interview was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on television. The amazing. point is, so I sort of take your point a bit. Uh, Jane, but I do think that the, one of the reasons that my restaurant rules rules is because both Tyson and Daniel are out of the freaking box. They're they're like overseas style, like oblivious, grandiose, just pompous, just freaks, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, and they're from New Zealand. Yeah, mm. but we just mostly we, our, our weirdos are different different breed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we've had some really good reality TV treasures over the years. I just think you either need like like the Nazis, like knows what the game is, mm. or you need the people who have no idea. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Anything in between is terrible. See maths, <laughs> all of maths. Basically. Okay, shall yeah, we go to maths? Should we get into it? I think so. Well, I might just want to know. I'm sad that we're going to see Rob and PJ are done. Yeah, Fisherman's no, Wharf is done. But, but I am going to try and go. Yeah, I'm going to go to all of them this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's the amazing race. Christmas Day. <laughs> and I won't mind the giant portions, and I will be wowed by the huge amounts of sauce. I mean, just to see PJ and oh. Rob in the flesh. It's exciting. Okay, Mess. Let's do it. I mean, I'm sorry oh. for hurrying it along. It's just that. I know, no, it's good. It's just that I've seen Mess. that's years. all. Yeah, let's um, do it. So how, where did it start? It started with <laughs> them going... Adam and Eve. They went home? <laughs> they went home? They did, like, hometowns? Was there a Ain't commitment home, ceremony James beginning of the week or something? Uh, no. No, just straight... No, no home. Straight home. to hometowns. Carmen meeting the boys. Oh. Yeah. Lads. Sexy telling... <sighs> I mean, do you keep the name Sexy. I think you have to. Yeah. Okay, sexy telling your mum about the sexy tape. Um, It's very sad. Like, I found it really emotional. I have to say Mm. that I I really feel sorry for her in all this. Mm Because I feel like mum, sexy, all of the people. I just don't think, I think when I first read about it, I thought, oh, here's a bit of, you know, like how handy to have such a scandalous thing um, as a storyline. But actually... I don't know. It just, it seems sad for her. Mm, mm. I feel like also the mum's reaction is the first time that there's been uh, the 
proper reaction to it. You know what I mean? Like every other time it felt like they had weirdly framed it or like kind of edited it funny or promoted it in a way that made it seem like, yeah, like you say, this kind of scandalous thing. And I think the fact that mum reacted the way she did and was also kind of like someone's taken advantage of her and kind of spelled yeah. out and she's like, why I it was know her. A She's a beautiful girl. She's yeah. got such a lovely nature and she believes the best of people. And it's just, I'm, I'm mm. really worried for how this might affect her. And I think like that says a lot to, to, to sort of have a mum not sort of go, oh, you know, you're silly for going on a reality show mm. and mm. Um, when you've got this big thing and it's going to get out and it's going to embarrass us all. Kind of, I mean, who knows what she said off camera. But she seemed True. genuinely <laughs> just like, sad for her daughter yeah yeah. but in all of this very very distracting what was that with the novelty tie what why with that tie well here's what i think maybe no actually no so he he was going through a room surely found like a tie from a bachelorette party or something and she's put it on as a as a joke and then just forgotten she's wearing it to be honest, it was an iconic moment. It like was, to have like yeah. this extremely emotional, very genuinely emotional scene playing out with unexplained, right? Like she's Can just wearing one of the silliest, n- and, and I say this as someone who wore like some beads, these quite <laughs> bad beads at one point on like a a documentary about Sweetwater's Ninety Nine. You can watch the full thing. No, it's no, you can't. It's really good. Oh, Wayne's going to lose it. Wayne is going to lose it. He's seen the point, it. Point being that, like, I know a thing or two about bad, bad neck decisions, and <laughs> it was just real fucking weird. Whatever mm. that was. It was like a, it was like a bat, but it had pom pom like pom pom and a little tie and a little tie. Did it have any text on it? Someone thought it, it was an have angel. Some text on it. Did anyway. you think someone maybe throw through her like a hen's like you know maybe? Yeah, I th- I think I think home. like he's he's gone to her house. He's had a look in her bedroom. She still lives at home, right? Like they all still live like at home. Most mm. of these people, and they've mm. and they, he's fossicked through some of her things, and he's come across this, and they've had a laugh, and she's put it on. They've had a laugh, um, mm. and then it's just stayed on. <laughs> and then she's doing like her serious in the moment interviews to camera as well. She's got the tie on. Wow, weird. Hey, her it's body, so... her choice. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Is that terms? Um, huh? Is it choice or terms? No, it's... well, the official one is terms. If I was, oh, so you're just, just oh, look, it's riffing not... on it for copyright her, reasons. Her body, her <laughs> time. It's like the Happy Birthday song, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Um, when when sexy <clears throat> told that must have been an Orkies conversation to have telling. Um, Jordan's parents, who, by the way, were not huge fans at the wedding. At least, mm. at least Mama Jordan wasn't. She was sceptical. Um, so right. having to sit there and then tell them that she's got this maybe sex tape, well, definitely some sort of filmed sex situation that may or may not leak out there. Um, not only was it awkward, but they had this amazing editing where they were like, she's telling the parents, and they're like, oh, you know, oh, well, we've all made mistakes. And then it cuts to a very young child also sitting at the table. <laughs> oh, my God, it does it. I did not oh, see I that. See that. <laughs> and I think, I th- like, I feel in the edit, I think that the kid was actually playing in the lounge when the conversation was going down, but then the cut after the sex conversation went back to the kid <laughs> being at the table. <laughs> That's such oh a cursed God. season, eh? Nobody I is. kind of have enjoyed it, I have to say. I've kind of, I don't know. I feel like there are less bad people in this season, even though there are some very bad people in this season. 
It just feels less. Well, it feels like there's a lot being a lot more real. I don't know. The, they absolutely stuck the landing somehow uh, against all odds. Yeah. Mm. That final episode was super moving, and it did, uh, you didn't see it coming. Like it's felt just horrible the whole way through, and then there it was. Did you feel? I, see, I didn't feel that. What at the end? At the final. Oh my god! I, really? I, I mean, should we? Do we have anything else to do? Like, y- yeah, no, we've I got mean, to talk about. Hang on, we've got to talk about the end of Ray and Jono, and we also have Ray and Jono having a huge fight at Crave Cafe just around the corner from us. Oh, it was Crave. That's not right. We're there all the time. How well, did we not see this? Not only that. Why didn't someone alert us? Mm. But Jono is Natasha Gutenbeel's cousin, which means he's Stacey Morrison's cousin. Oh, have you not <gasps> read the reporting? And real news, Stacey Morrison was in a bidding war to buy one of my collectibles on sale. What? That's 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 it's coming notice up. Board. It's a it's tease for community notice yeah. board. Wow! But I am now part of that universe even more. You know. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, Natasha's face when they were starting to go for it, and she was had like such amazing restraint as this. Circus, quite frankly, was playing mm. out in front of her. It was brilliant. If you uh, if you have the opportunity to go back and just watch her facials, she did very very well. Oh, that was horrible. It was horrible. John, I'm sorry. I just really profoundly dislike John. Is that okay? Um, I it's your, it's, it's fine. I, I I swing wildly between disliking Jono and disliking Ray, and perhaps I dislike both or neither. I'm not sure. Um, myself and Callum Henderson, we had a conversation going through the, um, you know how there's like, what is that, that uh, it's like a D and d thing where it's like people are chaotic, neutral, oh, sorry, oh, uh, yeah, evil. Yeah. We did it for all the maths people, like lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good, lawful neutral, putting the maths people in. And I think that Jono is lawful evil. Yep. Do you yeah. think that's fair? I totally think that that's that's perfect. I don't know what that means. Well, it's just like different ways of like there's chaotic evil, neutral evil, lawful evil. Ray is chaotic yeah. evil. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think he's chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Stefan's no, I... chaotic neutral as well. I think. True I... neutral. No, I think Stefan's chaotic good. Chaotic good. Yeah. Sex Look, is. Do you know what I think about well, Stefan? What? This is what I think about Stefan. I think Stefan, bless his heart, is a very impressionable person. Yeah. I don't think he, I think he's so all lost at sea in this experiment, so far out of his comfort zone that he's taking his cues from everyone else. Yeah. Mm. And some people have absolutely used that to their own advantage. He's, yeah. And unfortunately, it leaves him, uh, yeah, I just feel like he's like that little boy who's just being used by everybody Entirely else. Entirely agree. His, his vulnerability and his naivety. Mm. Like the whole, whole but, show... You know, basically, the wind changes, and he's so prone to suggestion. I feel like it's. I feel like in my head, he was like really badly bullied at school or some kind of thing, because he just he really seems to lack an anchor. And whenever someone shows him what might superficially resemble a kindness, he's immensely vulnerable to being pushed whichever way mm. they mm. need. And that that is just, you know, like I go back and forth over whether Vicky's affection for him was real in a romantic sense or just just kind of she thought he was a sweet man but you know he they wouldn't i think the fact they couldn't work is because he doesn't you know he he can't he can be he's so easily moved you Mm -hmm. know 
I don't want to add to the bullying of Stefan, but he um, needs to sort out his metaphors. What are they? Just so many different mixed metaphors. Oh, like just oh. just a nightmare. He said at one point, he said, "We're on fragile water." <laughs> he did. He did. He did say that. <laughs> yeah. You think that's what finally got it think... for Vicky? <laughs> I don't think that he needs to sort them out whatsoever. I think he needs to... I love a mixed metaphor. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I especially love them on reality TV. That's true. So yeah. be, that could be another so chapter in the book. Don't stop. Yeah. They, they, um, they just were never meant to be together. Never. Never, ever, ever. And I'm glad that Vicky... Chopped her. Got him out of his misery at the end. But she did it and I mean, uh, you know. True. She, unnecessary hush. Yeah. Un- unnecessary... Yeah. Um, what do they call it? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was. Especially, I mean, she could have skipped that card. Oh, my Especially God. Especially after he absolutely gushed his heart out on the floor. Yeah, just drop it. I love you. Mm. It was just, and then. So specific. Yeah. Like, you don't need all that stuff. But here's the thing is, I think she's I th- so worried about hurting him that she's like, if I'm going to let him go, I have to, you know, have a thing. I have to have anger rather than, like, just, no, I feel nothing for you. Mm. That's what I think. No, because I think that just makes someone look back and think, oh, it's my fault. I could have done something mm. differently to save it mm. and make them feel shit about themselves. Mm. Whereas just saying, look, we're not each other's people. You can't argue with that. You can be both be wonderful, lovely people like Chris <laughs> and Rosie. <laughs> Two wrongs. <laughs> um, oh, no, Rosie's lovely. Chris is, wow. Uh, but anyway... I don't know. I think that she was she was unnecessarily harsh, but at the same time, I think some of those things actually did really upset her. Yeah, yeah, and just like, because like we know that Stefan is she just held on easily influenced, and there would have been producers in his ear, and there's all the other people saying things like that still went out on TV, and it was still about her. So yeah, maybe she's right to be a bit angry, but she it was horrible re- to watch. Think, Which part? Oh, she got quite the final a bow. rough edit. Oh. In terms of um, what 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 is James's Jimmy's problem with her? Like he's really Jimmy Victoria. Like what's he scorned? He's I don't know. I think it he just can't let go of that. Can't something? let go of that. Um, the Carmen thing, that weird kind of non-conflict <laughs> where she stood up for thingy for Jono I mean, because he was fine with I, in Fiji. No, I, when, when yeah, I, I don't buy really it. Awkward. I don't buy it because he's he he did it. He's been saying a lot of like, she's not what she used. To, you know, I know the real Vicky, oh. and I and this isn't her and that kind of thing, which leads me to believe that if he he must have known her pretty well to be able to make a call like that. So I definitely think there's a bit more to it than meets the eye. I don't know. I feel like Jimmy's like a sort of a a, a, a sort of high. A fancy version of the Stefan problem, and that like he has this group of mates who I, I just genuinely think are real toxic. Um, mm. You know, you look at the kind of questions that were being asked, and the fact that he feels mm. the need to say that he would pick the boys over her, and you know, he's just and he in turn inflicts the same dynamic on other guys when he gets the opportunity. But fundamentally, that that group is such a kind of bros before hose cliche, and. They they sort of I reckon they're all just sort of slightly damaged men the way we all are, but they they sort of seem to like as a group sort of thrust one another towards proving their loyalty to the group by either saying or doing kind of horrible things, and they just project that culture outwards. It's 
because he has like there are moments when you're like this is this is like a, a really sweet guy and their relationship can look lovely and then mm. he feels like he almost has to performatively say well if you move to Christchurch we're still just going out and you can't you know you can't live with yeah. me and you're just like dude like you're freaking married mm. you know well and yet she and yet he was the one who was getting all kind of sensitive when they were saying goodbye and she was turning it into a joke yeah and then kicking herself for it I um I'm I'm worried for Carmen long term same. She's moved because I feel like she's she's moving into that environment, and she clearly is absolutely besotted with him. Like she's picking up her whole life, moving down to Christchurch, and she's the kind of person who's going to get in with the boys, you know, be be one of the lads. Cool but I girl. Think, mm. But you know, she then she's crying away. You know, like when she's not with Jimmy is when she's crying and feeling all her emotions. Yeah, she's trying to you know. She's putting on a brave face for the boys. I mean, they've got a shot. Like, it's just, um, it's just, yeah, there's some freaky stuff. She's got a moustache. Anyway. They've got moustache down there. So at least she's got her career. <laughs> so. I was like, that's a bold thing to comment on. Her, her body, her choice. <laughs> hey, uh, Sexy and Jordan, though, I was moved. Loved it. I'm all in. I'm all in on Sexy and Jordan. I th- she really annoyed me in like the first couple episodes, but I'm I I was wrong. That, What's wrong about sexy? That vow renewal was like an all time like international caliber vows renewal. Especially the singing. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who can do that? Like imagine that. Like this far away. <laughs> I can't. I can't. The worst bit is they they had music running underneath it that was in like a totally different key. Mm-hmm. And they ran music under it, Very under her singing. She should have sang And it a... made it sound like she was not singing in tune, but actually it was just a different tune. Speaking of, while I was watching the uh, Stefan and Vicky's Vow Renewal, you know how they play like this sort of real strange, it must be only made for reality TV music, which just changes mood all the time, like from dramatic to, and then mm. breaks sweet and then it kind of... Beca- I was like, imagine having like a live band like a jazz band interpreting the mood i feel like that's a thing that they that some real big production should should just give a crack to just like having them off in the background but basically sort of having the words piped in and just just feeling while they're doing while they're doing their vows just responding to the tone changes honestly also would be really good at a dinner party yes mm. yes at one of the dinner parties just feel listening producers just have a think about it. i know you've got heaps of budget because it's new zealand <laughs> and it was, certainly would not be a nightmare to eat absolutely it around. not um do we we haven't talked about did we talk we... about the end of ray and jono oh no not they really. were at jono's house we didn't. they made some pizza but it wasn't enough I mean, it looked yum. The pizza looked good. And, and the um, just quickly back to James and Carmen's date at the fancy winery. That platter, so we haven't talked about the food a lot this That's season, true, that platter it. looked out the gate. Very good. I was impressed with anyway, Jono's, um, was it Jono or Ray who was throwing the pizza dough around? Fantastico. <laughs> Trying to get it off the ground. Three. Three. Wow, oh wow, oh wow. <laughs> that was amazing. But then, you know, it's like, Jono always pushes it. It's like they had kind of an amicable breakup. Ray walks out the door. Jono has to do like a jig, you a know? Freaking, like a, don't do a jig. I mean, how do you, like, he'd obviously rehearsed the jig. I mean, it was an extraordinary jig. <laughs> well, fantastical. <laughs> I know that. Like, truly, if you have a jig 
of that caliber at your disposal and you're on the television it's a once in a lifetime opportunity it's, you're not gonna but he could he, could he did the jig he did the jig he did the jig at the wedding which, yeah, the is actually, which i guess is like a beautiful kind of symmetry but you can't do that and then get angry when people say that you're like a villain <laughs> Can't have both. Also, you can't have a beard that thick and well groomed, and and, <laughs> sh- and 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 not expect to be the villain. Terror, terribly, like terrifying. Very perfect. Bloody! Imagine it like it looks like so the thickest Kevlar could stop a bullet, but also so soft. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say, speaking of soft, but I feel like that's not the right. <laughs> term at all because <laughs> Stefan chatting with the fellas oh no um talking about oh, oh no I know oh, what you were gonna say <laughs> talking about the old boy getting a bit sore <laughs> the old boy Stefan, Stefan trying to lad it up is amazing. It is amazing. He's tried it a few times. It, it is actually like the Austin entertain. Like it is like when he was like reverse cowgirl <laughs> straight away. <laughs> but when they asked him as well, would you rather like never go on a jet ski again or something, or oh, I don't oh, know, yeah, what be was with it? Yeah. Like, and he's like pretty hard to be sad on a jet ski. <laughs> I was like, what are you? That's got to get put into the reality <laughs> checks thing, bang. True. Yeah, we need to be clipping <laughs> these things, eh? Just. <sighs> amazing character oh oh <laughs> such i mean i gotta say check out his instagram he photographs very well and he does have beautiful eyes mm-hmm. just just saying <laughs> who would you marry by the way out of this lot oh jordan if you had the choice 100 percent, jordan 100 percent. all those trophies oh, hands down amazing amount of trophies many different hats love jordan very humble guy too he's like i've been racing a long time it's like i have been alive a long time and don't have a single trophy. Trophy Rome. <laughs> so good. So good. Like when you've got a box like overflowing with trophies because you you've got just too many to display. You're very Is that you're, you're very job? clever at what you do. Is that his job? Stock cars. Uh, like what is that? Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of people who who work in stock who drive stock cars like as intensely as he does, they work in them as well. Right. Like they repair them or they like import tires. Or I mean, he could just be like he could be a mechanic or a racing mechanic. Like if, uh, I don't think I, I once wrote a, a story about Waikaraka Park, which is sort of a speedway destination roaring in the dark you might remember the ads if you're of a certain certain vintage uh, thrills and spills uh, smoke and sparks like Racker Park like Racker Park Um, uh, anyway I feel like the prizes are in the sort of the thousands the low thousands I think it'd be difficult to make a living because I don't have that many meets so I I assume that, that he's not like a professional driver but I feel like you could do there's money in the scene Yeah, he's the man. It's Jordan. Who who would you you marry, Jane? He's the man. Oh, Jordan. I mean, we have to share, I guess, sister wives. Like like Hayden. (laughs) (laughs) Although I was first on there. He's checked up with some birthday for the house. I love, I love oh, that we've reached the point on the real pod it. that we can um, say shacked up with some bird, unironically. Stefan energy there, Jane. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The old fella. Um, 
dear. Oh, oh what about the LEA, the LEA stay? I just don't know what he's doing. This is my call. I don't know why that was such a big deal. Oh. I think again, that was Stefan just trying to. Well, it's just like trying to play the game. He's like, oh, oh, maybe I'm supposed to do this funny, this sort of yeah. thing. I think yeah. he doesn't know. Because clearly, what it's a not joke like he is. got halfway through writing leave and then went, no, no. That's a producer. Uh, do you situation. reckon they would be that evil? Well, I mean, yeah, it's the yeah, job. Yeah, I know, best. Yeah. But also, I think Vicky is. Um, I think she has these very earnest, serious conversations because I do think she is very worried about even though she says over and over again that she's not worried about how she's coming across and how their relationship's coming mm. across. I can see why she flipped out at that. It was just funny that she still stayed. <laughs> yeah. After all that. But anyway. What a season. What a cool season. So what a, what a quick season. season. <laughs> Couple we've, of weeks. We've still got two... Hey, I have to say, uh, well done to MediaWorks because I after the initial drama of... Um, Bad you know, that couple that didn't end up that got cut completely out of the show i didn't miss them like i didn't i think they did i know we, we, we get the feeling that they left actually fairly mm. early on but regardless it's not like i sat there feeling like i just forgot mm. yeah i just kind of forgot yeah. that that was that was part of it after the first all, week all so time edit job they did quite mm. a good job of stitching it together great story one day that um, an editor would probably you, like Tina. to tell me anonymously i'd say I'm sure an editor would love to tell me anonymously about that job. They seem like, I mean, yes, that's an amazing story, but why? It's really tough to get. We we they don't leak these. They um, don't. Which is really frustrating. I was talking to another editor about it, and that editor said it's just it's not enough jobs. <laughs> they have to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> Maybe in the book, a few years from now. Yeah, if there's like a book situation, yeah. a book people understand. You need to take, you need to take an editor out with it and and and, and to get get them onto your um your pickled bloody teenies right. trunks yeah. and maybe once maybe once they've escaped like maybe once they've left all that behind them and they feel secure in their next career as a mm. i don't know an audiologist or a tell you what chizzo he's left he's, he's left the small screen hasn't he Otago. he's breeding really cute <laughs> oh he is crazy that's that's been in real news <laughs> He's breeding this cute sheep. Uh, they have the black faces. Yeah. So I mean, he's probably ready to tell a few stories. What Give does Chizzo have? He's so. just pure. Oh light. come on! He's just been bellowing through the night. He doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> um. Okay. Can I quickly talk about so Drag Race UK? Are we are we finished with maths? Just just, just okay. quickly. Two more episodes of maths to come. What two? two. Oh, dinner party yep. and then after the final ceremony or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And. There's the reunion dinner party, and then there's some sort of, uh, you know, experts on the couch with the experts kind so of thing. So the reunion is going to have the removed couples, mm, wouldn't no, it? No, because I think that came out while they were shooting. Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah, true. yeah. So I think, I think the yeah. So I think the reunion. Um, look, I'm I'm going to be honest. I've seen it. <laughs> How? It's worth watching. I mean, just you know, media screener type things. Where, where's the so-called folder? I've asked for access to the folder. You've got, you've got to have special access. It took me, I had, it took a long time for me to get special access to You're, the folder. I had to, oh. I had to do things I'm not proud of. Change withholding. <laughs> but it was worth it. And I'm just gonna say, <laughs> you want to be watching. You want to be watching. Uh, I'm not gonna give anything away, but it's like it's <laughs> a dramatic, I like devastating. You're, you're amazing. <laughs> 
Um, I like how you're implying that there's any chance in the world that anything but death could keep me from watching. <laughs> and even then, you know, chuck an iPhone uh, and they're probably a bit of 4G. I'm so dying to talk about it with you guys. Okay. I really want to talk about it. Worry. Anyway. Yeah, so Drag Race UK. Oh, yeah, Drag Race UK started first ever, first of its kind, and it's really, really good. It's on TVNZ, on demand. It comes out every Friday morning. Um, it's really interesting having, like, British British queens. There's some cool Irish. You'd like that. There's a couple of, couple of Irish Irish chaps. Interestingly, for the first ever time, there's a 19-year-old um, straight man who's also a drag queen, which has never, never been seen before on the show. Um, Good but there opportunities also... for straight men. It's true. It's, true. it's really important. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is a drag queen whose drag name is Bagger Chips. Oh fuck! <laughs> who is really really cool. Um, I think it just speaks to the character. There's just they're just a bit rougher in the UK, and they're just love like drag queens love puns, but British love puns more. And combining the two, it's just like. Pun fest. Great. Um, they've got Alan Carr on the desk and they had Andrew Garfield as a special guest for episode one and he was really great. So I'm all in. I'm Crazy. all in. I know that you guys have lots of stuff to do, but I think you should start watching Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Add it to your add it to your repertoire. Um I'm I should be going to Dancing with the Stars on Monday, by the way. Oh my America. god. Dancing with the Stars. Jules Tucker was there. Jules Tucker was there last week and I wondered if you were there. As well. No, I'm there this oh. week. I'm the, I'm there this Monday coming. And um, last week, who was there? Um, Demi Lovato was what? in the audience. What? I yeah, I mean, love I'm, Demi Lovato. I'm, I am very excited. Not just about the stars on the D floor, but the the stars sitting probably seventeen rows and on the lower level in front of me. Very excited. Can you throw them a note from the real pod? Oh, I will be absolutely probably getting myself kicked out have of here. Have your iPhone out and get some bloody stings recorded. Yeah. We don't play stings as much okay, as we easy. used to. Give, well, <laughs> and so on. Remember that time that um, Alex came out of the toilet at the movies <laughs> in Newmarket and, <laughs> and did guns, double guns, art green and just said art green? I don't even think I could do that if I ran into a proper US celebrity. I don't, I don't think I can pull out the double it. guns and just say then. How do they go again? <laughs> and and how do? <laughs> it's very and, Austin Powers, it it right? Very, oh, great. It's more great Gary Brown, but how did it go? Like, how did he respond? Blank. Yeah, I remember. Nothing. That. Yeah, yeah. Just that, nothing. Move, but I probably said it like quite quietly. But he would have definitely seen it. He would have seen my mouth move. I'm sure. I think I've rectified the situation also the guy. now. He's also the guy that said, oh, my God, when Danny said that she loved him. And I feel like he should have some empathy for you in that situation. I think he's like, you know, spiritually, they're both very dorky, you know. They are. I think they get stuff like that. Mm. So maybe it was just mm. dark. <laughs> it was not dark. Okay, anyway, let's, let's move on. Oh, there it is. It's the community very close to home, this one, this week. Very close to home. By my ETs. <laughs> That's the community notice board. I have decided after, how old am I? 28. 
started getting ETs when I was three. 25 years, quarter of a decade of collecting ETs. I'm selling all of them for charity. Hell, for what? charity. No, no, what? Quarter of a decade? Quarter of a... <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this stupid podcast for longer than a quarter of a decade. I thought I absolutely nailed it too. What's the one? Century. century. Quarter of a century I've been collecting these rare artifacts. <laughs> Do you love the film? No. I think it's why fine. You, why were you watching E.T. as a three-year-old? I wasn't. Is, My mum just started thinking. buying them for me. Because she knew I was scared of it. I remember um, being oh, terrified of ET. Work, she thought, like, immersion therapy. She just kept buying me ETs. I eventually got over it and developed, I wouldn't say a love, but, like, some kind of weird captive Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm, sy- Stockholm exactly. Syndrome. Much like Vicky and Stefan. Exactly. And started buying yeah. them and being gifted them up until this year. So. Really? This year? And now it's time to oh, see your captive I, free? Just so, like, over, over 100 ETs. Out, out of 100... Mm. Um, how annoying would it be if your real pod co-host started buying you ETs <laughs> as soon as you finally got rid of them? I'll just keep posting them. <laughs> My dad actually bought, he's like, oh, I see you're doing an ET thing. I just bought you an ET and carded it. I'll send it up. I was like, no, this is not what I'm trying to do. Stop sending me ETs. Cornies, Cornies, if no, you're listening, don't. if you see any ET stuff, buy it. Send it to Alex Casey, care of the spin-off, 14 but McDonald Street. Even Sandra better, M. buy Alex's and then send yeah. them back yeah. to her. And no. it can be just like this circle. Yeah. I remember going into a, um, into a hospice shop that my mum frequents and uh, buying some coasters, some kind of like silver coaster things, um, because they reminded me of ones that we had when I was young. Mm. That's because they were the ones that we had when I was young. Whoa. So mum took them down to the hospice shop and I paid good money for them. <laughs> it's a racket. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like we could do the same thing with the ETs, just kind of this the never-ending circle of Well, I am ETs. worried. What's I'm your handle? You said that. The, the handle is at ET Save Home. 100% of proceeds are going to Forest and Bird to help preserve nature. If you had to choose Forest, forest or, or Bird. bird. thought about this. I have to say, forest. Good choice. Yeah. It sucks, but it's true. I went to the zoo the other day. I love the takahe. That's what I've decided. Takahe is my bird of the year. Right. Because your mum's not going to, she'll be upset. No, she's Pukiko. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, You're leaving no, the flock. Really? You hate them? They're terrible. I, uh, I, I see I, them eat a rat before. I adore them. Things. They picked, picked a champagne lady. I think they're so sweet. I don't know. But anyway, please, so Brindley, please. Brindley Stents. Famous comedian. Brindley Stents. Famous comedian. Brindley Stents. Bought an ET. Um, Hayden Donnell, star of Get It To Two Papas. Bought an ET. Stacey Morrison has been in a bidding war with Madeline Chapman for another knickknack. Fuck, that's a celebrity. It's a it's a huge lineup. Toby Morris has got one. What's um, the what's the what's the Look, pricing? And it's not just. Can I just say? I, th- I just in, in case ET's not your bag. There's other, there's other don't stuff. Fret. There's also a ham, a Toy Story <laughs> ham money box. There's a Spice sold. Girls. What is that? Like a sold. locket or a pendant? It's all sold. It's sold. flying off the shelf. And Cornies are buying. Uh, okay, but it's, Cornies. Worth, it's, it's worth knowing, though, the type of wares that are available on this Yes, yeah. And this is an it's, it's in Instagram. It's on Instagram. So how's that bidding war? Do you do it in the comments? They've just started their own bidding war. Like I was selling a little... Like, I've got a little Disney collectibles as well. Um, it was a cup of chip from Beauty and the Beast. And, and Mad was like, fine, I'll buy the cup. And then Stacey Morrison came in and was like, I like this cup too, I'll raise you. And then Viv Chandra came in and was like, I like Shit. it too, in the comments. 
and it's all just getting out of control. This is crazy. I know. So it's great. It's just like I decided I just need to I need to shed myself of them and it's been really nice and people are sending me their photos of their ETs they're receiving around New Zealand. I mean I'm loving the carbon footprint the footprint on a lot of these oh, ETs nice. being sent around. Especially when they get sent right back. <laughs> but yes, at ET Save Home. Buy an ET if you want, but you don't have well, to. <laughs> this can't be easy for you, Alex. I'm really proud Thank of you. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Jane. I understand that this is a this is a And there's thing. a big showstopper final final ET that will come in whenever I run out of the other little ones. It's the big kahuna. I think it's the biggest <laughs> ET in the southern hemisphere. I have strong reason to believe that there is no larger ET. <laughs> where 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 does it go? It's sitting at our dinner table at the moment. Joe hates it. Wow. Joe hates it. He would really hate it. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that, just for spectacle alone. Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. 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 Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. I just have to say, there's like, there's a mad delay on the stings at the moment. Like I press them and then it fires off about five seconds later. So I really, I didn't mean to cut you off with the sound of your own voice, but. <laughs> I loved it. I, I just had to take a best guess and that was it. So apologies. What's in the, in the Cran? Cran? Um, well, <laughs> not heaps, I have to say, but um, we did have a situation with Uber. Trying to order an Uber NZ. Oh no, I thought that was Uber Eats. What? Doesn't even count. He's lost his account, his Uber account. I thought it was Uber Eats, so I thought it was Colin's Cravings, and it's not. Oh no, there was another so amazing. Forget it. What about that amazing interaction he had with um, Clark Gayford on Instagram? Did you see that one? I didn't see that. Someone posted it in the corner. Give oh, me a sec. Oh yeah. Um, it was so yes. amazing. He's really active. Clark treated him like an every everyday fan. Just right? like a regular guy. Not like he was calling at all. So Clark posted a photo of himself uh, pushing a couple of dead fish in a wheelbarrow. Um, Colin Mathura Jeffrey. Ha! Off to the markets. By the way, I'd love to know what way you cook fish, Christian Mark. <laughs> Clark gave his replies. Hi, Colin. Nice to hear from you. All our best recipes we put here. And then a link to day. <laughs> I mean, that's not a friendly, like, that's not a close, close friends interaction, They used it? to be MediaWorks no. family, too. Mm. Mm. I, won- I wonder if it was more just, uh, I mean, does, does Clark, is Clark big enough to have people sometimes responding no. to comments on his... No. Well, maybe he didn't read the handle properly and was just, you know, he had Neve on, on his hip and warming up the bottle and fish everywhere you know trying to do up the baby carrier and all that kind of stuff and then also trying to pull in a marlin <laughs> what i like the most um, about it is it maybe you know he was just quickly responding well colin's response he took it on the chin like did i just just wore it of course it. he did cheers just what i want <laughs> exclamation mark like three exclamation marks oh. i feel in that moment colin it feels very real you know like he's just like us He's just like me trying to like message out Green or, or when I message out Matilda about walking the Tongariro crossing and they never replied. All good. <laughs> just what I want. <laughs> Silence and being seen. <laughs> I think that Colin, the thing is that Colin has it. He's just, I don't think he, cl- he's a magnificent person and he knows he's magnificent, mm. but he also doesn't pretend he's anything other than someone who just like, 
pops to the mall to go to Kmart mm. as well. Like mm. the two, he just it folds seamlessly together. That he's like the most humble, magnificent. So person. true. Like, and that's in that way, he's like the the perfect New Zealand celebrity because mm. he he's both those things simultaneously. Yeah. Sorry, Nika Moore. No one a, does it better. Nika Moore at Bunnings. I mean, Bunnings for the first time in my whole life. Never set foot in a Bunnings. What? Never been what? to a Bunnings before. How? What? Well, I don't need to go to Bunnings. But just for the fucking experience. <laughs> I had never Fuck been. I'm feeling like Daniel right now. I've never been. But Anika was there and it made me feel happy. But yeah, I thought it was fine. I don't know. What? I Did you go to the cafe? I bought a sausage. There wasn't a cafe. You got what? to buy a sausage. The oh, sausage I went to the Grey Lynn. Is that, that big one? Yeah, there's a cafe. Oh, my God. Oh, you had a real good explore, didn't you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> this chick. Did you visit fixtures and fittings? Well, we were on a, we're on a walk hunt to find some sawdust. Storage? The cafe is so cheap. <laughs> I did hold up a big, I, like, I found the pot plant section. There was a big kind of comedy-sized coffee cup pot plant which i held up to make it look like i was drinking a giant cup of tea oh, so i got a content photo to do. i took a souvenir home first time just get a bit you know, of leave, take only photos leave only footprints <laughs> my approach to bunny <laughs> <laughs> no it was fine i just wasn't like it was yeah, fine well you know it's your first time until <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a sore old boy from so many visits <laughs> Did you Instagram it? I haven't yet. Oh, I haven't yet. I've still got it it's in the wings for a dark day. <laughs> so I pressed the I pressed the button honestly like seven seconds ago. Like, like, like and subscribe. Max Key Corner. I'm so worried that this. Smell of an oily rag, backpacking jaunt around the globe that Max is doing is changing him mm. to like almost an insightful human being with some maybe some self awareness. It's the worst possible thing. It's could the it worst true? possible thing that could happen to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Max So that Max went to Max went to Sarajevo. Whoa. And he ate he ate dinner with a family who were around, you know, living there at the time of the um, the the war with Serbia, the nineties. And he's written this thing: close to fifteen thousand people died, nearly three thousand of those were children. I was lucky enough to have dinner with a family that lived in Serbia both during during the siege and got to hear all about it. I mean, he's just he's feeling feels mm. and it's. It's a whole new side to it. It's going to change. It's going it's to change changing. the tone of the corner, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Bit more nutrition. No, no, bit more nutrition in the corner. I mean, on a slightly, a slightly different note, I think I figured out how he brightens his eyes so much because I've discovered in um, this photo editing program that I use called Lightroom, you can just like you can pick a very specific part of a photo and just boom on the saturation and the brightness and all that kind of thing without affecting all the bits around it. I mean, people who know probably know this, but I didn't. I don't know anything about that. I was a noob, and now Lightroom, I know. Lightroom, is that like, like when, when people talk about presets? Do you know about that, Jane? No. Presets? Yeah, yeah that's just, that's just uh, you know, a, pre, a pre-made-up a uh, pre light setting and colour and... So people sell, so Stacey from the block 
sells yeah. presets. Yeah, so you can go into Lightroom, you can move the sliders around and be like, oh, this one will give you a nice autumnal feel or something. Kind of money that. I mean, and yet you were not amazed by balance. <laughs> yeah. I just find it confusing. Like, Pretty interesting. Taylor, you could get into yeah. presets. You could sell. Well, is that, well, yeah, you're a designer. <laughs> anyway, just knock out some, Maybe we could have a special real pod preset. Yeah, we can make her all, all look nice. <laughs> Ask Tina, ask Tina how those gifts so, are coming along. Tina, how are the real pod gifts coming along? She's done a, a meek thumbs up. Oh, yeah, my God. We haven't even talked about Samuel Levi's gifts and his big announcement of how to use the gifts. What? Goes, what? It's just... Uh, voila. voila. <laughs> how do you spell voila, Duncan? V-O-I-L-A. No, no, no. W a a a l a a a a. Voila! Voila! Oh, I love him to bits. I really, really. This is the long pod, by the way, guys. We're clocking in at. I can't find one hour and quarter of a decade. Oh, we need to make an urgent clarification as well from our last podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wrong to imply that he was paying to play. He's being paid to play. Well, that's what he says. Yeah, he, no, well, he no. says he got sent a tweet to clarify our comments on apparently me paying for my own show, brackets radio, on an ep you did, hyphen, comma, just to clarify, hyphen, I do not pay for my own show, but I do get paid a monthly salary to be a part of Southern FM for my brekkie show, including my role as the ambassador for Almond Breeze. Hope that makes sense. Doesn't make sense to me. I know, it totally makes sense. And I unreservedly apologise. What's Almond Breeze got to do with the price of fish? They are like the show sponsor and they obviously like contribute to the station's overheads and also to his own um, salary. And I, I, look, I'm I'm sorry. I, I was wrong. And, um, you know, if I ever see it, I'm buying some almond breeze as a way of sort of uh, to show my penance. I've got almond breeze in my fridge. Penance, I said. <laughs> I don't actually mind. <laughs> against all odds, I actually like oh, almond breeze. Don't mind what? Okay, sorry. That was going elsewhere. All right, happy birthday, Duncan. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, guys. Um, Thank you. Thanks very much for listening to our potty. And, um, and we'll catch you next week. And thank you, Nando's. Thank, thank you, Nando's. Thank Corny you, Nando's. Christmas, November 18th. Send me an email. You cannot come. Get in for quick. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Goodbye. Kia ora e te iwi, te aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.